0: Hello, and welcome to the Mindset Edit, episode one. I am so excited, and thank you guys again for being here. Seriously, I can't tell you how much it means to me that you are taking the time out of your day to listen to my podcast, and I'm just so honored that you're with me from the beginning of this journey. Truly, it means the world to me. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it, but With that, I do want to, you know, just dive right into it, right? Because that's what you're here for. And so for today's episode, episode one, I was thinking a lot, actually, about what I wanted my first podcast episode to be. Um, Because it's kind of a big deal, right? It's, you know, your first impression. And I don't want to overthink it or get into the perfectionist tendencies. Um, If you guys know me, (laughs) you know, that's what I talk about a lot. But, you know, I did want to make sure that the first episode was impactful um, in that it both gave you a better sense of who I am so you know who you're listening to, but also, as always, is answering your questions, giving you the tangible tactical takeaways so that you can apply these to your life and make progress on your goals and whatever it is you're working towards or struggling with. And so it dawned on me that I think for this first episode, the best of both worlds was to do an episode on motivation. Now, motivation is something I get a question on all the time. All right, I get this in my DMs and my comments all the time is, how do I, you know, motivate myself to work on my goals? How do I motivate myself to get started? I have these things I have to do, but I don't want to do them, and I don't know how to motivate myself to start. And this, I guess, this applies to both things you kind of just have to get done versus, you know, things that you actually want to do, like this big goal, right? And so I thought this was really fitting because this is such a huge narrative and a huge part of my story. And I don't know how familiar you are with my story, but for anyone who's new, hello, welcome. And one of my kind of big things I talk about is that I sat on the sidelines for three years, three years watching other people live my dreams, three years wanting to start my goals and my aspirations, but not being able to bring myself to do that, not being able to motivate myself enough to actually get started. And so I get the question all the time is like, how did you actually go from sitting on the sidelines to, you know, starting your business? And that's ultimately how I'm here today. And so I thought sharing this story would not only answer that question for you and give you the tangible things you can start to do to motivate yourself to start working on your goals, but also would give you a good background into, you know, my story a little bit and who I am and how I got to where I am today. So with that, let's just dive right in. So like I said, I had been sitting on the sidelines for three years. Now, for background, I was in finance. My, my background is that I went to college for finance, and I full, like wholeheartedly Thought I was going to be like this big wig finance gal, like CFO at a Fortune 500 company, big time investment banker, something along those lines. And basically I had gotten into the workforce after a couple of internships and realized that finance in no way, shape or form was for me, right? I had bopped around different types of finance Jobs and roles at different companies. And I just knew in the bottom of my heart that it was so not for me, right? This was not what I wanted to do. I was absolutely miserable. And at the time, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And I want to say that because I want to make it clear that I did not know right away that mindset coaching was what I wanted to do. Okay. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I was so miserable, so miserable in my job which was making me miserable just in my day-to-day, but I had no idea what I wanted to do next. And I call that out because that whole situation of finding your passion, whatever you want to call it, like figuring out what you want to do, is an entirely different topic and a new and different podcast episode, which we will absolutely go into because I hate the phrase find your passion, Because I remember sitting there being like, I'm looking, I can't find it, and being so stressed. So I have my own (laughs) vendetta against that saying and my own take on how you actually figure out what you want to do. But that will be in a separate podcast. But I do want to give you the context that I didn't just wake up one day, know that I wanted to do mindset coaching, and then was on my merry way. There was a lot of struggling. There was probably like at least a year and a half of not understanding, and probably a year, of not knowing what I wanted to do, knowing that I was in the wrong location, but not knowing where I wanted to go. So I do just wanna make that clear and that will be a separate podcast episode to come later down the line, because I think it's important and I think a lot of people struggle with it. And there's this common narrative that we're supposed to just know what we wanna do, but that's not how it works, right? And so just to give you that background, but for you know the purpose of this episode, You know, I figured out I didn't want to do finance. Let's fast forward. And suddenly I know I want to do mindset coaching. Okay. So we're in this spot and I know I want to do mindset coaching. I'm, you know, seeing all these coaches online. I'm following them intensely, you know, listening to their podcasts, following them on Instagram, like all the things, looking up to them, admiring them, being jealous of their lifestyle, wishing I could do that for my job. So I knew that this is what I wanted to do, but I could not bring myself to do it. And I could not bring myself to do it because of all of these mindset things that were going on for me, right? Big ones were, for me, fear of judgment, fear of failure, right? So I was afraid of what people would think of me no matter what, you know? I, I grew up in a household where, you know, the, the traditional type of job and success path was pushed, right? And so coaching is a new industry it's a little bit of the wild wild west out there Um, and you don't really it's not always clear what it is because it varies there's no regulations all of these things right and so I had a big narrative of like what are people going to think when I take this job or I go after starting this job that's like is it even a quote-unquote real job like coaching is not a real job like you can't do that like how is that a real job meanwhile I knew it was a real job because I looked up to and respected people who were doing it for their job. They had businesses. They were getting paid. It was definitely a real job, but this was the narrative playing out for me personally. The fear of failure, um, you know, what if I tried it and failed, or the fear of what people would think about me, you know, what would they say behind my back or even to my face? And you know, I've had experiences before where I had tried other side projects that when I was pursuing different types of things where people were judging me. So. For me, it wasn't even a hypothetical, what if people judge me? It's like, I'm very confident people are going to judge me because they've judged me before for quote-unquote lesser things, for trying more quote-unquote normal side hustles or jobs. And these are people, mind you, that were like supposed to be my friends or some family members, like not just random people on the internet, right? And so it stung that much more. And so because I had that context, it made it even harder, right? or what, like, I'm not going to be a good coach, I'm not qualified, all of these things, all of these fears, doubts, and insecurities, and limiting beliefs, right, and now these are all very specific to me and my situation, but I'm sure that you guys can resonate, right, there's something about the attainment of your goal that you are worried about, right, maybe it is what people will think, or what happens if you fail similarly to me, but there's a reason why you're not going after that goal. And I want you to take a second and think about why that is and get really honest with yourself and not to judge your thoughts, feelings, or emotions, but just to be really, really honest, okay? And I'll say this once, and you will probably hear it a thousand more times in this podcast, but when it comes to mindset work and personal development, there is a direct correlation between how honest and vulnerable you're willing to be with yourself, right? You don't have to share this information with anyone, but with yourself and the results you get. And that's what makes mindset work hard. It's not because you have to be up until two in the morning doing journaling and all these things, but it's because you have to be really honest with yourself. And that's really vulnerable. And we're not really taught that in our society. So that's hard for us. But I do want to challenge you guys to be really, really honest and truthful and journal on this is like, what are you afraid of? And be honest with yourself, right? I just named a bunch that I was. and You know, we can go into depth in it in another episode, but just to keep it, you know, short and sweet, those were mine. And that's a starting point for you. And the reason I say this is because this is a key part to motivating yourself here. Number one, you have to understand that humans are hardwired to move away from pain, okay? We are hardwired to move away from pain more than we are hardwired to move towards pleasure, okay? So what that means is, you are not going to go after anything that you associate more pain with than the current situation. Okay. So for me, that looked like I was associating more pain with the pursuit of my goal, with starting a coaching business and putting myself out there online than I was with staying in my current situation. Because in my current situation, I, you know, I just went to my job, no one was judging me. You know, sidebar, they people are always judging you even when they think they're not. So that's not really even true, but let's just say that, right? So that was comfortable. So it makes sense that I wasn't trying to move into something that was painful, right? Nobody wants to do that. I hear this from my like, clients all the time. They're like, oh, well, like, I just don't want to do that. And then they feel bad about it. Yeah, of course you don't. Like, It makes sense as human beings, we don't wanna do something that's voluntarily that's gonna be painful. We don't wanna do that. We move away from pain. So the first step is understanding what is the pain that you're associating with your goal. Okay? The second thing is you have to start moving the pain away from the attainment of your goal and towards your current situation to motivate you. Here's what I mean by that. Like I was saying, There was a lot of pain associated with my pursuit of the goal, with the fear of judgment, fear of failure, all of those things, right? That was so uncomfortable. I was so afraid of that, that I was staying still for three years. But I had a realization one day. And this is the other thing with personal development, guys. You got to get really real and honest. And there's a difference between judgment and self-awareness. And everything I say is always on the self-awareness side, right? We're not judging ourselves, but we do need to be self-aware. And so I looked myself in the eye and I said, Victoria, your goals in life are to become a coach, to become a public speaker, and to become an author. And right now, if you keep on this track, if you keep going to your nine-to-five corporate job, you are never, ever, ever going to attain any of your goals. Because the things that you need to do require you to build a personal brand online. The things you want to do require you to have an online presence and to be talking about things to the public. You cannot be doing these things in the corner where no one's seeing you. It's not going to work. Okay? And so I got honest with myself. And then I had to ask myself the question, are you okay with that? Are you okay with never achieving any of your goals for the rest of your life? And if you are, that's fine. That's fine. But are you okay with that? And that's what I had to ask myself. And that's what you need to ask yourself as well. What is the cost of you not taking action? What will you lose by not going after your goals? What will happen in one year? What will happen in three years? What will happen in five, 10, 20, 40 years? Not only for you, but for your friends, your family, and your society at large. Okay. And this is how you start associating pain with your current situation. Because the goal is that you are going to associate so much pain with your current situation that, you, that the pursuit of your goal doesn't seem so painful anymore. I'll take the pain of the fear of judgment over the fact that I'll literally never achieve anything I want and I'm going to hate my life at this dumb job for the rest of my life. Because again, it goes back to we are motivated to move away from pain. Or at least go from more pain to less pain. And that's what you need to do. You have to associate more pain with your current situation than with the pursuit of your goal. Otherwise, you're not going to go after it. If it is more comfortable for you to stay put, you are never going to make any moves. Plain and simple. And it makes sense. Okay? So you have to start associating your pain by asking yourself those questions. And you have to be honest. Am I willing to put up with the pain of the pursuit of the goals, which is lesser, in order to get them? And if the answer no is no, that's fine, but then it stops right there. You can't complain about not having your goals anymore, okay? So you have to ask yourself, am I okay with this? Okay? If not, now I need to start taking action. And that is how, that was the, like, the very first moment that I was like, okay, I need to do something, all right? So that is tip number one, associating more pain with your current situation than with the pursuit of your goals. Okay. Number one. So then now you're on this path where you're like, I've decided to go after my goals, but you need to keep the motivation flowing because, you know, in your journey, there's going to be ups and downs. And I do want you guys to remember that motivation isn't a constant feeling. I think there are people who think successful people are just always motivated and they always want to wake up at 5 a.m. or work out or whatever the things are they do. I do want you to understand that motivation is fleeting and you can't rely on being motivated 24-7. There are ways to manufacture emotion, or sorry, motivation, which we'll talk about. But I do want you to understand the difference between motivation and discipline. And there are gonna be times where you're not motivated, but you need to be disciplined. But of course, being motivated helps, makes it easier to do our goals and work on these things. So the goal is to try to be motivated as much as possible but I do want you to understand it's not realistic, not possible to be motivated 24-7. So now that you've motivated yourself to actually s- decide, okay, I'm going to take action. How do I keep that motivation going? Well, number one on, in this section is similar to what we just talked about is constantly ha- remind yourself of that pain associated with your old. So I had to constantly remind myself when things were not working out that well for me with coaching or they were moving slower than I wanted, or people were saying things about me, whatever, I had to keep reminding myself why it was worth it. So it was a combination of reminding myself of the the pain. I don't want to be in this job I hate for the rest of my life, doing something I don't like. And then reminding yourself of, you know, the end goal. Okay, when I, you know, push through this, I'm going to have this business that I love. I'm going to be doing what I love every day. I'm going to be able to work for myself, all of the positives so you need to keep keep that pain top of mind, because that's what we're motivated, while simultaneously having the vision of your future. And this needs to be a crystal clear vision, guys. So for me, I knew exactly what it was going to look like, because I had been following people who I admired for three years online. I saw their lives, and I was like, I want that one. Okay? I had a crystal clear vision of what my life was going to be like. And maybe you have the same thing. But if not, I want you to create that. So ask yourself questions. What will my day-to-day look like? What will happen when I wake up? Where will I be? Who will I be with? What will I be doing? And if it helps, create a vision board. Like go on Pinterest. And I want you to create a Pinterest board that says like dream job or whatever your thing is. Like mine could have been like coaching slash self-employment. And then put pictures of what you want, your goals, and play big here. I want you to play so big that when you open the tab and you go to Pinterest, you immediately get a visceral reaction. You feel in your heart when you see those images. Oh my God, that is my dream. I don't want you to like open up a tab and see some pictures and be like, okay, cool. No, I want you to have a legitimate emotion, an emotional response to what you're looking at. Okay? So make sure you're keeping these things top of mind. So that's that's the first thing. The second thing is you need to be really honest about who you're following online and in life and who you're surrounding yourself with, okay? The saying, we are the people we surround ourselves with, the five people, it's true. And I know that can be a really tough pill to swallow, but It's going to impact you more than you think for better or worse. And now here's the thing. You need to start surrounding yourself with people that you aspire to be like. The types of jobs that you want, whatever it is. The people who have the goals you're working for. And you don't have to necessarily surround yourself with them in person. I didn't. What I did was I was watching them on Instagram. I was listening to their podcasts. I was following them online. But I was surrounding myself with them because what happens is you're taking in all of this information and when you start to see that it's possible for everyone else and you hear them talking about it, you start believing it's possible for you. It's like the saying, if you don't see it, then you don't believe that it's possible. So if you want to start a business that, you know, most people are telling you it's not realistic, you need to start listening to other, you're going to believe that. So you need to start listening to the people who are telling you it's possible because you're going to start to believe that. And at the same time, you need to unfollow the people who are bringing you down. Unfollow them, block them, whatever it is. But if you're scrolling on Instagram and someone's saying something or posting something that doesn't sit right with you, that like just makes you feel defeated and disappointed when you see it. Maybe they're talking about how people who strive for their goals are stupid and unrealistic and they should just get you know, a quote unquote real job, obviously these are all very specific to me, but you need to unfollow them, okay? Because here's the thing, this episode, you're listening to this episode because you want to know how to motivate you. I'm going to tell you, I want you to think about your motivation like your phone battery. It's a lot easier to just not lose any battery than it is to have to maybe find a charger, plug it in, wait for it to be charged, and then you can take your phone and go. Okay, and every single time you're consuming content or talking to someone or whatever in an environment that is bringing down your energy, bringing down your motivation, you're losing battery. So instead of being so focused on filling that energy back up, you need to be putting equal energy into not letting anyone drain that. Okay, and so you have to be like really like blinders on and protective of your energy here. And not engage in conversations with people. Like if you have friends who all they want to do is complain, don't engage. Either don't hang out with them as often or when they're there, just sit there and be on your phone or something. But don't engage because you're draining your own battery. And I know it's so hard, especially if they're, but they're my parents, but they're my friends. Dude, I get it. I get it. I've been there myself. It can be hard. But you have to do this because, again, it goes back to the pain. What is the cost of you still engaging with these people in these types of conversations? I'm not saying you have to cut these people off, right, if they're your friends or family members. But can you start talking about different topics with them so that this doesn't come up? This also goes into boundaries because when you kind of start making it clear that you're not going to have those conversations, you don't even have to blatantly say it. If they just start bringing something up, you just change the subject, you're going to start to teach them on a either conscious or subconscious level, that you're not available for those types of conversations, so they won't bring it up to you. If you're not going to sit there and let them talk about how they hate their job, but they're a victim and they can't do anything about it, they're going to, and you just keep changing the subject, eventually they will stop bringing it up with you. But you do have to start taking that action, okay? So it's, yes, surrounding yourself with peop- like people, images, content, whatever, with things that inspire you. But also being really protective of your space so that you're not encountering anything that is going to, you know, knock you off track, quite frankly. So that's really, really important as well. And then, you know, the last tip I have, which is similar to the last one, is especially in the beginning, there's going to be so many fears, doubts, and insecurities, okay? Okay. Because you're going to have them on an internal level of you doubting yourself, feeling like a failure, feeling all of these things. And then the last thing you need is all of this external stuff compounding on top of that. And so what I had to do for the first year of my journey was I had to put my blinders on and I literally had to drown my brain in positivity. I, guys, I swear... I did not have a free moment that I wasn't listening to an audiobook or a podcast that was purely like inspirational or informative, but in an inspirational sense, I was only listening basically to people telling me that I could do it, that if I wanted something, I could have it. And I can't tell you how transformative that was for my life and my business. You need to have someone constantly in your ear telling you, you can do it. You need to give yourself that reassurance. You need it from someone else when you're not strong enough to give it to yourself. And in the beginning, you probably won't be. And that's okay. But how can you always have someone in your ear telling you you can do it, right? It could be podcasts and audiobooks. I listen to the same ones on repeat all the time. Always looking for new podcasts, right? YouTube videos. Can you, do you have a supportive friend? There are Facebook groups. How can you meet someone that's like an accountability partner where you guys hype each other up if you don't have anyone in your real life? I didn't have anyone in my real life who was going through this, guys. So I totally understand. But there's ways to get around it. I hired a coach because I needed that reassurance. So maybe that's something you need to look into as well, right? Or an online course. An online course that has a Facebook community and then of supportive people. But how can you fill your space with more supportive people you have to they're not just going to pop up out of nowhere you have to put in the effort to find these people and the podcast and audiobooks are great that's the bare minimum but if you can get someone that you're talking to even if it's someone online on instagram you've met dm them be like hey i love your content i feel like we're in similar situations like I'd love to talk about like, you know, learn more about your business and learn more about you. People are open because guys, people on this, on the path to your dreams and your goals and rewiring your mindset, it's the road less traveled so it can be lonely. So when someone else reaches out, I would be willing to guess 90% are gonna be pretty receptive to it because they're likely feeling the same way that you are where you're like alone in this journey and you wish you had someone to support you and your friends and family aren't. And if your friends and family are supportive Great. And honestly, count your blessings because not everyone has that. That's truly a privilege. So I'm so happy for you. But if you're not, don't use that as an excuse. Okay. There's ways to work around it. You have to take the initiative. Okay. And that's what I did. I drowned myself in the podcast, the audiobooks. I constantly reminded myself of the pain and the cost of staying where I was. I constantly had very detailed image of what my life would be like. And I surrounded myself to the extent possible with positive people who were always in my ear telling me I could do it until I started to believe that myself, okay? Those are the ways to motivate yourself. That is how you get started. It all starts with taking action. It all starts with being brutally honest with yourself. Again, not in a judging way, but in a self-awareness way, getting real on what you want and being willing to go for it, but giving yourself the tools and the support system so that you're going to be strong enough to weather the storm. I'm not going to sit here. It's all rainbows and butterflies on the way up, but you can do it, and it's possible, and it's so much easier when you have these tools and support systems in place, so that is the end of today's episode, episode one. If you like this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you leave it, gave it a review. You can also email me at podcast at gmail.com. I'll put the links in the show notes or give me a DM. I'm at Victoria Jimbrosio on Instagram. Let me know your thoughts. If you like this episode, feel free to share it on your stories and tag me. And thank you again so much for being here. I can't wait to see guys in the next episode.